Welcome to Winning Is Not Everything, where we bring sanity back to youth sports by focusing on character development, effort, and sportsmanship, not rankings and trophies. I'm your host, Sean Jensen, former NFL reporter, children's book author, and youth sports coach. We've got a hot one today. Many dream of being a professional athlete, and many more dream of being crowned a champion. Caleb Truax has done both. So what are some of the keys? Let's find out. Cut no corners. It's Caleb Truax's mantra, something that represents him in the boxing ring and outside the boxing ring. The truth is, there are few people I admire more than Caleb, given all the odds and setbacks he's defied and the way that he carries himself and the genuine, honest, and good man that he is. Like many boxers, Caleb's story is a gritty one, and I'm excited for you to hear his many insights on some of his highs and his lows, how his childhood challenges impacted why he's so committed to helping others, and what advice he's got for parents and young athletes. We got something in here for everyone. What are we waiting for? What's your perspective on some of the things that you've witnessed attending your nieces and nephews games? You know, I love going to see my nieces play basketball and my nephew uh, plays basketball and football now. Some of the things that I see is just, uh, it's, it's disheartening to me, like parents just fighting with the refs and the coaches and just let your kids have fun. Just let your kids have fun. And my, my daughter's in gymnastics and, and uh, just started soccer. Like you said, she's five years old. Uh, I say this now, uh, we'll, we'll get back to me in a couple of years when things start getting more competitive. But but uh, I, I, I want to be the dad that just goes there and supports like my mom and my uncle did for me. Uh, I don't want to get involved with, uh, you know, arguing with coaches or referees or anything like that. I just want to go and want my kid to have fun and take away from athletics what I did. You know, it's it's not just about the sport. It's about learning life lessons. It's about uh, building friendships and, and just working together as a team. So uh, all those lessons translate into regular life. And I think a lot of times when parents are arguing and criticizing their kids and doing that stuff, it just gets lost in the shuffle and kids aren't getting everything they can out of out of the sport. I think one of the things that I always respected, admired about you, just because we've known each other for a long time, I knew you for several years before you even had a chance to fight for a championship, but you've always just been so humble and you've always been so real with people. Like, where does that come from? You know, you, you winning a title and getting some sponsorships, it didn't change you. I mean, you're still pretty much a, a down to earth guy. Why is that? Uh, you know, I've had some time to reflect over that over the years, and I think one of the reasons that's the case is because I had my success a little bit later in life. You know, I, I had to bust my butt to get where I'm at. Uh, you know, I started late in boxing when I was 19 years old or 20 years old and really had to, to outwork everybody. That's where my, my mantra comes from, cutting no corners. I, I didn't have the luxury of cutting corners, so I had to uh, outwork everybody, not take any shortcuts. And I think... A lot of times when you see a basketball player or a football player or any athlete who is uber successful, a lot of times it's they're that way when they're when they're six or seven or eight or nine, ten years old. And they're used to getting things handed to them, uh, used to being spoiled. And I I never had that luxury. You know, I, I had to uh, 
just uh, put my head down and grind and grind and grind. And with that comes uh, humbleness. You know, I, I, I worked a part time job for the first half of my career at a liquor store making 11 bucks an hour while while I was a professional boxer fight on Showtime against the former world champion. I knock him down and the next week I had to go back to work at the liquor store. So from that perspective, it's just different from from most athletes. I didn't get a a million dollar signing bonus uh, when I when I turned pro or didn't have a sponsorship that was paying me however many millions of dollars per year. So uh, I lived at home with my mom for for the first six years of my career. So just coming from humble beginnings and uh, having to humble myself by <laughs> driving a crappy car and working a crappy job and living at home with my mom, I, I think I have no other way but to be humble. Caleb, I think sometimes folks, when they struggle, they really have a hard time just accepting that. At what point did you accept this idea of, I don't have the luxury to cut corners? When you were younger, did you sometimes wish, man, I wish we had some more money so I could get this bat, or I wish we could do this so that I could have better opportunities in sports? At what point did you kind of just accept you know, your situation and, and start turning that instead of thinking as a weakness, but turning it into a strength. I think uh, since since I was a young kid, you know, I I, I just never knew anything different. So uh, that's the way I approach things. You know, I, I had a, uh, a used baseball bat when I was <laughs> playing uh, ball back in the day. I, I had uh, uh, used golf clubs when I first started playing golf and everything. You know, I had cheap boxing shoes when I first started boxing and and uh, that's all I could afford. And, and that was fine with me because, um, you know, you can have fancy stuff, but uh, if you can't fight or you can't play that, I'm going to take advantage of that and, and beat you. Even though I look like crap, I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna still beat you. One of my favorite things about you is that you're so different among boxers. I mean, you've got a college degree. To me, what's made you so successful is that you outthink your opponents. Like you're a really, really smart boxer. How did you learn to embrace those advantages? I didn't have time to learn. I, uh, like I said before, I started late and I couldn't cut any corners. And I knew if I was going to beat somebody who had been boxing for 10 years longer and had a hundred more amateur fights, uh, A, I was going to have to work harder and B, I was going to have to outthink them because they're probably going to be more skilled than me. They're probably going to be obviously going to be more experienced than me. Uh, I had to use those to my advantage, and and uh, that's just the way I've always approached it. Now, I remember I wasn't watching your title fight live, but I quickly found out, and if you remember, I texted you right away that things yeah. are going to change for you. Yeah, about, about, and that about to be five very o'clock in the careful. morning, London time. <laughs> right, but, but things were going to change, and to be very careful about everybody's going to want a piece of you, everybody's going to want you to do things. But how did your life change after becoming a world champion? On a macro level, not very much. Like I said before, I'm I'm a, I'm a pretty simple guy. Nothing changed too much 
as far as day-to-day life, but that championship opened up so many doors for me as far as marketing and and, uh, networking and sponsorship opportunities. And that's why I'm grateful for you to to bring you aboard to kind of handle some of that that load for me and grateful for my team to keep me grounded and and my friends to keep me grounded and not let my head get too big because it's big enough already. (laughs) And uh, it changed my life. You know, it's a cliche in boxing. You win your title. uh, It changes your life. But I remember going to London to fight James Yale for the first time. And I had like $400 in my bank account. I just just bought a new house. I just had my, my first baby and I was broke basically and had to charge everything on credit cards when I was over there. Won that fight and, and in the in the first defense, I, I made more in the, in the defense than I had in my whole career combined. So financially it changed my life and, and also uh, opportunity wise, it changed my life just as far as uh, the stuff goes back here in Minnesota and all across the globe basically. Another thing I really love and respect about you, and you've done this all the time, long before you were a champion, but you are always so intentional about how can I help in the community? And, you know, we publicize some of the stuff, but a lot of the stuff, you know, just kind of goes quietly behind the scenes. Why is that so important for you to help others? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm connected to this community. I'm, I'm, I'm born and raised here in Minnesota. Uh, I plan on living here the rest of my life and, and, uh, Growing up the way I did, you know, I, I my mom was on welfare and, and we had to go to the food shelf and uh, we needed help from others uh, when I'm in a position to give back and have resources to do so. Uh, that's something that I always wanted to do. And, and uh, I've always just wanted to help in any way possible. And, uh, you know, I don't I'm not a millionaire athlete. I don't have tons of money to give to uh, to different charities and different causes. But I do have time and, and that's my most valuable thing. So. Uh, I'm I'm very happy to volunteer at local food shelves and house of charity wherever wherever I can just to 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 make a small difference. It uh, makes me feel good and and uh, I know it's helping the community, so I enjoy it. What's one message you have for youth parents today? Uh, let your kids have fun. Sports is more about life lessons than it is winning. There's so many things that an athlete can take from from learning how to play a sport. Uh, competing against other other folks, playing on a team together. It's more about winning. Just let your kids have fun. Don't put too much pressure on them. And they'll reap the rewards for that for sure. Just, uh, just let them have fun. I think one of the things that both of us love about boxing is there's so many metaphors and lessons that come from boxing, right, that people use. What's one of your favorites and who did you kind of learn that from? Uh, my favorite metaphor in boxing is probably the, the most cliche one, and that's roll with the punches. Uh, roll with the punches is something that I apply to my life every single day, man. Uh, whatever's thrown at me, if if it sticks, if it slips off, uh, I just roll with the punches, man. And and uh, if something if something's positive, something's negative, that's that's just one way that I live my life. You know, I don't get too high, I don't get too low. Uh, just just roll with the punches. Love it. And of course, my last question, always for a guest, is a lot of kids look up to you for a lot of reasons. But what's one message you try to instill in kids who do look up to Caleb Truax? One of my favorite 
parts about uh, my career and in boxing and, and the stature that I have is, is helping out young kids who come into the gym every day and likes. And uh, I really enjoy giving them wisdom and, and passing it on the technique of boxing and also the mental aspect of boxing. I always preach discipline uh, when, when, when kids come to the gym, whether it be technique in boxing or eating right or, or doing whatever. I always teach discipline in life in general. That would probably have to be it. Just approach life with discipline. Well, Caleb, thank you so much for joining me on my podcast. I had so much fun talking to you and I uh, look forward to our next visit together. Yeah, thank you, brother. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Winning Is Not Everything. Please make sure to like the podcast, subscribe, and share. And don't forget, you can contact me through my website, seankjensen.com. Winning is not everything, but the three H's to be a real hero in life are hustle, humility, and heart. I'm your host, Sean Jensen, and we'll see you next time.